Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living. And... Get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. It is the Rock of Seattle 99.9 KISW, and the game is called Cellmates, Rockaholics, where lawbreakers become game changers. Game changers. It is your opportunity to pay your debt to society and win Rockaholics prizes. Let's meet our Cellmates, Courtney and Morgan. Courtney. Hi. All right, you got to tell us, what, what is your big run-in with the law? Um, okay, so um, last year, me and a couple of my girlfriends from high school, we've always, like, played pranks on each other. Like, we were all cheerleaders in high school, and so we've kind of, like, kept this, like, you know, I wouldn't say hazing because I don't think you can say that anymore. But, you know, <laughs> we, we, we play pranks on each other every year. We do really silly things. Um, and so last year, I, me and two other girls, um, we went to our another girlfriend's house, and we were, um, like, teepeeing her house. We were putting um, ketchup and mustard, like, on her door handles. You know, we're all having fun. We're all doing this. It was about, like, I don't know, like, maybe 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. It wasn't super late. Um, and then the next thing I know, we have the um, community security come and and yelling at us with flashlights. My two girlfriends run away. I thought, you know, and this is kind of silly, like, I'm an adult. Right. It shouldn't be a big deal. So I walk up to the security guy and I'm like, hey, like, this is our friend. He's like, the police are on their way. You need to stay right here. And I was like, again, I thought, okay, fine. I can explain myself to the police, you know. And at this point, you know, my friend comes out of her house with her husband and her two kids. Um, The police come and I get handcuffed and they put me in the back of the car. My friend had told them that. It was fine. Like they, oh. she knew that they, we were just playing around. And I thought you were gonna say you. Charges. I, I thought you say your friends were like, "Yeah, lock her up. We hate this girl. <laughs> Take her out of here." <laughs> it doesn't mean she wasn't happy with me after that, but I was still. The uh, police said that I was still trespassing, so um, I still got in trouble. I had to do like thirty hours of community service. 
Um, and I'm like, you know, a grown up, so it was pretty, it was pretty pathetic. To be honest. A grown up doing grown up crimes like egging and yeah. TPing and condiments. That's why everybody keeps telling, you know, I'm an adult, I'm an adult, but you were doing very juvenile things. <laughs> like you, you like to brag that you're an adult, but you're you're TPing somebody's house. I love it. Sometimes people get tried in as a, as an adult. You should be tried as a child for yes, this crime. Absolutely. For sure. yeah, exactly. yeah, you should get like a spanking and you know, go back. To your, no, that's probably not the right thing to do, right? Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Gordon. <laughs> Let's see. We got Morgan on the other line. Good morning. Tell us about your uh, brush with the law. So I recently just got my first ticket ever, and it was for running a red light. It was super early in the morning. I'm on my way into work, as I am every day. There's no one out in the road. So I, you know, sometimes get a little impatient, and I don't want to wait at the stoplight, so I'll do a little peek. A little California stop almost, but straight through. And then I ran the red light, and I thought, you know, the cop would take pity on me. It was my first ticket ever. I'm a pretty young girl. I gave a little sob story. Did you unbutton your blouse like I see in the movies? (laughs) I had one little tear rolling down my cheek. You know, might have pushed my elbows together. And he still gave me a ticket. Dang it. What'd that cost yes, you? That cost me 200 bucks. Oh, ouch. 200 bucks. It's a valuable lesson in patience right there, I tell and you. now you've got a record. Yeah, you bad girl. Now I have a record. <laughs> I'm on file for running a red light. And, you know, early morning, no one's out on the road. Victimless crime. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, our cellmates, <laughs> Courtney. Lights, they don't matter. Our cellmates, Courtney and Morgan, are playing for this prize. It's tickets to see Trevor Noah at the Paramount on March 23rd. You get to pay this forward to a rockaholic if you are the winner. Now, Steve, help yes. me decide who should go first between Ooh. Courtney and Morgan. You know, that's a good one. I'm going to go with Courtney, the TP queen. Let's yes. have her go first. <laughs> All right, Courtney, are you ready for question number one? I am. I'm not ready for the TP queen um, <laughs> title, but that's okay. Okay, TP princess. <laughs> Courtney. Much better, much better. Name <laughs> one of the two zodiac signs associated with the month of January. Hello? <laughs> TP Princess. Yes, I'm here. One of the two zodiac signs associated with the month of January. Uh, uh, Capricorn. Hey! Did you just Google it? (laughs) (laughs) Keep breaking the rules. All right, Morgan, we're coming for you. Morgan, if you get this wrong, that means that Courtney wins. Morgan, on on December 29th, Seattle. Experienced the greatest high temperature smash of the year, breaking the record high for the day by nine degrees. How warm did it get in Seattle that day? 63 or 65? 65. Wrong. Wrong. Sorry, Morgan, but that was a lovely day. That was a lovely day in Seattle. Yes. Perfect day to run red lights, I tell you. All right, Corny, you get to throw out the caller number between 1 and 99 that you would like to gift these Trevor Noah tickets to the Paramount on March 23rd to. Um, 16. 16. Any, any backstory behind the number? I, it's my 
my birthday, January 16th, and that's how I knew my Capricorn question. <laughs> then what? How did it take you that long? Know, what <laughs> Just double-checking. <laughs> Just verifying. You know what, Courtney? You rock. You know what? We'll hook you up also with some Trevor Noah tickets as well. Yes. Congrats, Courtney, and thank you, Morgan. Rockaholics, if you ever feel that you would like to pay your debt to society and play cellmates, please email dms at kisw.com. You can also call or text us, 206-803-ROCK. That might be my favorite sound effect. <laughs> People are texting and saying, I don't, I don't know why, but the wrong sound effect cracks me up every time. Is that from a song? I have no idea. It was in my box. I'm like, do we have a wrong sound effect? And that's Definitely give some, you know, country music heartbreak vibes. It just sounds like it's, it's, there's more of an emphasis than like a buzzer. It's just like, wrong. you're wrong. It's got a little growl in there. Yeah. I'm all about it. Speaking of all about it, I'm all about gaming, man. I, I love video games, grew up playing video games, but I never did what this 13-year-old accomplished. They beat, <laughs> they, they beat a game that we all probably grew up playing, and we're going to tell you exactly what that game was next after the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Daily Migs Show. Happy Crackin' Thursday, Steve Miggs. Back at it tonight. <laughs> First game of the new year. It's pretty right? exciting. Yeah, On the heels th- of the Winter Classic. Ottawa Senators tonight at Climate Pledge Arena. Hopefully the winning ways continue for your Seattle Kraken. And I know Seattle is still a relatively new hockey city, so if you, like me, are still building your hockey gear up in your wardrobe, you should get the KISW Hockey hoodie. It is in the Rock Shop exclusively at KISW.com. Devil horns and tentacles. You know it. A 13-year-old Oklahoma video game streamer by the name of Blue appears to be the first person ever to beat the original Tetris on the Nintendo Entertainment System, breaking several world records up to this point. Okay, that's the that's the, the, the Tetris that I grew up on. That's the one I grew up on. That was the one where my buddy Chris and I, we would always stay at his place, and then in the summer we'd go to this place in Breezy Point, New York, which is kind of like a beach getaway type of a vibe. And we our, our parents would get so annoyed with both of us because they're like, you're right by the beach. Go and play outside. And we're just playing Tetris the entire time on Nintendo. We had it on our, like, when we first got a computer, like a PC. One, one that if it dropped on your foot, it would break yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. We had Tetris on the computer, too. And I remember playing it. for. And my mom was into it. We were a Tetris-playing family. Well, I feel like that's one of those games where you don't have to really be a gamer to enjoy Tetris. It's a simple concept, and it's difficult, and it's stressful when it starts building and faster building. Faster and like, faster. Like, just give me one of those freaking long ones. Give me a long one, damn it. And then they don't, and you're just like, oh, man, I just went to hell. So in this version of beating Tetris, basically you just get so far into the program that the program crashes. Okay, I, I didn't. I, I thought that that game never ended. Yeah. I so I guess he just kept doing it further than most people. Yeah, here's the moment the video shows Blue beating the record. I can't feel my fingers. <laughs> can't feel my fingers. Just totally numb. You know, if I didn't know how that game is, I'd be like, come on, what are you talking about? But you have to be fast at that point. Oh, yeah. And how long did Blue have to play for? I don't know. He's got a lot of free I time. I mean, that's He's 13. bonkers. What else is he doing? Yeah. Blue talks about it, too. If you set your mind to something and you put work into it, most likely you will get it if you try hard enough. Thanks for the life lesson you think. <laughs> My God. He's not wrong. I mean, when I was 13, I think we had Sega because we were a Sega household. Okay. And I only beat things by using the cheat codes. Oh, you were one of those. A-A-B-B-B-A-A-B-B-A. I would always forget them. So I would just be like, oh, man, I just just had to keep trying. What was your game of choice? 
Uh, so we were a big Aladdin household. <laughs> Do you remember Aladdin? Yeah. Uh, I liked The Lion King as well, Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. Echo the Dolphin. That one really frosted me. I was never very great at Echo the Dolphin. See, I was a big Sega Genesis person as well, mainly because they had Double Dragon. And I loved Double Dragon. It was like Mortal Kombat, but it was like oh. Mortal Kombat off of Wish. Wish. Yeah, it was like, you know. <laughs> but I loved that game. I remember playing it in the arcades and being so excited to be able to finally have it on a console. But it was funny because just the other day when we mentioned earlier how we were going to Holiday Magic or one of those events that happened at the Washington State Fairgrounds, they had a room in one of them, like kind of like you take pictures with Santa, but they had other stuff to keep you busy until you, it was your time to take a picture with Santa. And they had an arcade room. And it was so awesome because Tatum's like, I want to go in there and play. And I, I think it might have been, I think it was Mortal Kombat or Double Dragon. I can't remember which one, but she walked right to that one. And I'm like, <laughs> you want to play? And she's like, yeah, daddy. And I'm like, this is amazing. It was free for us. And I forgot how violent that game is. Not in a bad way. But I was like, we're signing up. We're, we're, I'm like, okay, you got to hit this to hit me. I'm going to hit this to hit you. And she's like all excited about it. And I got one shot in. And all of a sudden, the character that she was, all the blood splattered. Oh, no. And mom's like, we're done with this game. I'm like, why? And she's like, yeah, why, mom? And she's like, what's going on? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And I'm like, oh, no, he's just he's spitting out tomato juice. What are you talking about? He spilled like, his coffee. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We don't, don't it. need to let him know it's blood. But I was like, oh, boy, that was a bad choice. We probably should have played something a little less violent. <laughs> well, there's a member of our show that walked into the house yesterday and was absolutely shocked to see what their significant other was doing. We're going to tell you what they were doing at 817. The Daily Mix Show with Taryn Daly. I do know so. all about the nut milk. And Steve Miggs. Danny and I, we do shower beers after every show. On The Rock 99.9 KISW. The Daily Mix Show, day two. My name is Taryn Daly, Steve Miggs. Good to see you, Taryn. Good to see you, too. What a wonderful day we're having. And the question we want to know next, Rockaholics 206 803 Rock is what is the strangest thing that you have learned about your significant other? And we're asking because a member of our show just learned something new about their partner. 
And that person is me. <laughs> Got home from yesterday's show. Pretty exhausted. It was a great day. Yesterday was a lot of fun just seeing all the love that we were getting from all the rock hawks. And again, shout out to everyone who sent us messages. We're trying to get to all of them. Uh, you're all just incredible. Uh, so I get home and I'm feeling pretty good. I'm excited to see Tatum and my wife. And they were upstairs. So I walk into the house and I noticed that something was like cooking on the stovetop. Like when I was trying. So recently my wife is um, gotten into like making bread. Which is awesome. Like, but she's obsessed about it. Like, she has, like, I don't even, I didn't even know there was such a thing with, like, sourdough bread. She got a starter. Okay. I didn't realize. Is it, like, so you need something to start your sourdough bread. And now she's passing it around with all of her other girlfriends. Like, it's, like, cracked And some of these starters are, like, 100 years old. Like, is how long they date back to. It's bonkers. I don't understand. Y'all got that starter? Y'all got that starter? Trust me. My neighbor gave me a starter and it died because I didn't know what I was doing. What do you do? I don't know. You're supposed to like let it grow and then you can split it and blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, I failed miserably, so I don't have the right She kept talking about it. Finally, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I thought like you said something that sounded like, like you had a flub on your words. Like, you keep saying starter. What does that even mean? Is it, and then it was like, is this like kombucha? Like, isn't that also like kind of like a thing where like you have something that keeps growing? Or... It's alive. But then I see her like when we're all out and about with like our friends and family and like she mentions it to one of her female friends. I'm not saying it's a female thing, but like that's just what it is in our world. And they're all, and she's like, I could give you some of that starter. She's like, oh, please do. Oh my gosh. And so she's making all this sourdough bread and all these other breads and it's, they're really good. So she's handy. So she's making, she's into this bread cake. So I get home and I'm like, oh, she must be doing some kind of other bread. So I go over there to see what it is. And it's just this weird, ugly green glob of something inside, uh, in like that big pot. When and uh, so this part of me is like, should I try it? Like, what is this? Like, I'm thinking, like, should I taste this? Like, is this some kind of weird bread? And finally, I'm like, hey, babe, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I'm making play-doh for the underground play-doh circuit. I'm like, do you have a starter for your play-doh? Like, what is going? And she's so, like, oh yeah, I just made this purple glob as well. And this, and I'm like. What the hell is going on with my wife? Has she lost her mind? And then, like, in a, after a couple of minutes of, like, just thinking about it, I started touching the Play-Doh. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like, this is homemade Play-Doh. I've never heard of such a thing. So finally, I'm like, why, why are we making Play-Doh? And she's like, because well, she teaches um, Sabbath school at the church. Nice. And so she wants to do, like, a project that involves all the kids playing with Play-Doh. And she thought it would be fun to learn how to make Play-Doh, which I didn't even know was a thing. I could have just donated all the Play-Doh I've thrown away to your wife's Sabbath school because I, that is like one of the kid toys that has just, oh. it's, it's the bane of my existence. I can't tell you how much I've thrown away. We have so much Play-Doh. It's, it's That's why insane. I was like really confused about the whole situation, but I'm going to be honest with you, for some reason it hits different when you realize that somebody just made it from scratch. Like this Play-Doh is the best Play-Doh I've ever played with. I like that. Very strange. Well, good for her. So she apparently can... now my wife is just a Play-Doh maker. I love it. It's going to be a new Etsy thing. It's a whole thing. I don't think I ever really learned anything strange about my husband, except I did find out that before he got into the career he's had for like 30 years, he was a construction guy. So I didn't know that he you know, used to like hold a hammer and do all these things. And then it kind of got a little bit sexy for me because he would like get the tool belt out and put it on. And I was like, yeah, I need you to hang a picture. The littlest things. I'm like, can you get the tool belt, please? So it's not his actual job of being a radio guy. He's a radio guy. So he's been doing that That's for- not attractive to you whatsoever. No. Get those headphones a- out of here. Yeah, put a hard hat on. Put the belt on, bring it in here for the smallest of tasks. That's funny. (laughs) All right, what about you, Danny? You've been with your lady for quite some time now. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that I didn't, like, I guess something that I found out, but I I found it out during COVID was more of that she was really into uh, the crystal thing. 
And it was one of those. Well, like the, the crystals kind of dictate your energy. Oh, yeah. And all that. I, yeah. Okay. And she doesn't go fully, like, fully into it, like, where she's like, oh, I'm going to carry this stone with me all the time. She just likes to spend a lot of money on pretty rocks. And so, like, every time we go somewhere, she's like, we got to find a crystal shop. Just go to the curiosity shop on Pike Place or on the, on the pier, and you can get, like, a bag for $4 <laughs> of all the rocks if you want. Tatum gets them all the time. She I loves them. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> and my daughter is into those ones, those, actually. Yeah. So. I believe the term for for those people, they're rock hounds. You're a rock hound. That's what you're called. Yeah, and I did not expect that because she didn't like to go hiking. She doesn't actually like to go out in nature and find her own. It's like, no, I want to go find the expensive crystal shops mm-hmm. and then put them all over the house. So we we basically live in like a cave these days. That's funny. Yeah, I can't judge. My wife makes play doh. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sarah? I am constantly finding out and continuously will that my my husband's just a nerd. He like kind of looks like this, you know, jock broy dude, but I mean, when covid hit, he became so into like painting those little warhammer like the, the tiny guys. The really, really tiny guys. It's like super oh intricate, too. Gosh. Super intricate, super like you need binoculars or whatever to and actually a see. Yeah, he has all of that. He has all of he that. He has a headlamp? Oh, he has a headlamp. Oh, it's ridiculous, our downstairs. Yeah, he's just like a huge nerd. I love that about him. I, I did not see that coming. It's so weird. The documentaries he watches, he was really into like researching about aliens. He's 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 wild. Are you married to Tom DeLonge from Blink-182? What's going on here? Dude, anytime he's on his phone, he has no social media. So I'm like, what are you doing on your phone? He's like, I'm reading about aliens. I'm like, oh, Oh, all right, babe. Oh, no. All right, babe. Here we go. Does he think birds are real? I don't know. He probably thinks they're aliens. I don't really talk to him in depth about that. Was he into the Warhammer stuff before you guys started... Is this like a recent thing or yeah? Is, okay, yeah. But I mean, he it was your father that got him hooked into it. Well, my father forced him to paint some of his little game gaming things, so maybe. But he just loves forced it. Forced him? I'm picturing like a scene from Misery, and he's got your husband in shackles. Get ready to cobble his ankles. I'm going to cobble you. I'm going to break your ankles. Well, I mean, if you don't paint this little figurine for me. We do live in his house still, so, right. I mean, it is kind of, he has to be forced to do something. But my da- my dude's a construction guy, so he, he does all the things around the house. He's probably got a tool belt. Because I said, there's a lot of things as we've gone on. Like we've learned about, like you know, that your your husband was once in a band playing bass. Yep, he was once a male model. Wow, this is quite the resume. I'm impressed. He was a little tennis star. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yep. Oh yeah. So he's an athlete and a nerd. Yeah, that and really smart. That's amazing. Why is he with you? (laughs) (laughs) I I really. I mean, I can think of some reasons, but I don't think it's my brain that's what She doesn't have social media, so no, there's all these women out there for him to... Just keep, keep that blindfold on. Just keep oh. that blindfold somebody on. Somebody says, I work in construction. Thanks for the ego boost, Taryn. You know it, baby. And somebody just texted in, my wife's been into bread lately too, Steve, and I'll never go back. I asked her to make me subs, uh, the, the sandwich bread for my work at all for work all the time. I feel like a pain uh, helping her out with doing all the dishes for the fresh bread, though. Nice. Yeah, dude, once you... I agree. Like, the... The fresh homemade bread, it it is way better. I don't need a husband. I need like a pioneer woman wife is what I need. I need someone to make my bread. Oh, I got <laughs> someone for you. So make your play dough too. Rockaholics, what is the strangest thing that you found out about your significant other? Or what is something odd that they would have learned about you? We want to hear from you and you can call us 206-803-ROCK. We will take your calls after Death Leopard. <laughs> 
The Daily Mix Show. So happy to be waking you up in the mornings, Rockaholics. This is The Daily Mix Show. My name is Taryn Daly. And Steve Miggs, we just learned today that your wife is a Play-Doh maker. She makes her own Play-Doh. She's making pretty her impressive. own Play-Doh. I think that's awesome. Although it seems like the textures are more like zoned in and, and dialed in onto the whole bread making thing. Some people are like, <laughs> hey, can you get my your wife to give me some of that starter? Oh, yeah. What we want to know is the strangest thing that you have learned about your significant other or the oddest thing that they would have learned about you. So give us a call, 206-803-ROCK. I do have to say, one of my buddies, Craig, just texted because he's listening to the show and shout out to Craig. He says, my wife, it's so funny you guys are talking about the bread because my wife just got a Dutch oven, insert joke here, for Christmas, and I've been blessed with warm homemade bread for the last two weeks. Oh, my gosh. We got one, too, for Christmas. This is how, how obsessed my wife was. She didn't want to spend the money on getting us a Dutch oven, so she got it for... What is it, the, the white elephant thing you do with your families? Oh, of course. So that was the thing that she got and put it into the mix, knowing full well not a single person wanted that Dutch oven. She's going to steal it back. She grabbed it. Nobody put, nobody took it from her. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just want somebody just to troll you so bad and take it from you. That was smart. That was very strategic on her part. Right? So we have a neighbor across the street, and she made a pesto star bread out of her sourdough. And it was next level. I mean, people, it was the star, pun, no pun intended, star bread, star of the show on our New Year's Eve celebration. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Another person, my pastry arts teacher gave me sourdough starter from a San Francisco bakery that's 117 years old. I've fed and kept it alive for 10 years now. And that's from uh, Derek in uh, Tacoma. And then someone's like, hey, I'm an introvert. How do you, can you start a starter on your own? Or one does, how does one start a starter for bread? I, you know, your internet might be your best friend because I have no idea. I don't have any idea. I mean, this is like dating bucks, back. I'll take my wife's starter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a baker in any way, shape, or form. So that's, that is an art form that I've not been blessed with. Uh, someone did text in about the odd things that you found out about your significant others. And this person said, my husband wears his underwear inside out. What the F? On purpose? I would imagine so. Hmm. I had a buddy in college that would wear it right the right way and then the next day would flip it inside out because he felt like it was clean. Oh my. But he's in college. Oh I mean, we're all dirtbags in college. <laughs> I just have never understood the like the point of that. Because like at that point it's the the dirty. There's stuff like there's smells still there. Like just wear it the same way too. Right. I, I would be less grossed out if you just said I wear the same underwear two days in a row. Exactly. Personally. Oy, oy, oy. Uh, so I texted in and said that my husband will only drink drinks through a straw. We have so many straws in our house. The accordion kinds, even the loop kind. As a gag gift, I once got him one of those helmets that holds two drinks and the straw comes out of it. He wears it for every Seahawks game. It's kind of cute, LOL. Well, I've heard that drinking out of a straw helps preserve your teeth a little bit better too because especially if you're a soda drinker or a coffee drinker, drinking with a straw helps all that stuff that can discolor your teeth move to the back of your mouth. So maybe it's for (laughs) dental reasons. But I I, I can't F with the, uh, the, uh, the paper straws. Oh, the, yeah, because they just disintegrate the worst. So yeah, and once you put your mouth on you, that's like you're taking out of context, but once you put your mouth on it, it just feels weird. Yeah. You're like, I don't know about this. Can we figure this out? Someone texted and said, my wife has full-on conversations with our dog. I mean, I do that. I was going to say, the odd thing is that you think it's odd. I, I sing songs to my dogs. I make up songs for them. Like what? <laughs> Kai boy is a fly boy. That's Kai boy. He's a fly boy. <laughs> Kai boy, fly boy. He's so fly. That's a B-side on an Offspring record, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, well, the other one, so we got a new puppy, because I'm insane. So we got a new puppy. His name is Brute. And I sometimes sing, like, the Tutti Frutti song. 
but I'm like, Rudy, Rudy, a Rudy, 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 a Rudy. So sometimes it's my own compositions. Other times I'm just parodying a song from my dog. Yesterday you mentioned how the AI software is going to figure out how to get dogs so you can understand what dogs are thinking or like we have full on conversations with dogs or whatever. I kind of want you to be the first test subject, just so we can hear what I, what your two dogs think when you sing these songs. I will sign up to be to be the first. I want right? to know. They probably just resent me and hate me for my terrible song, my terrible song choices. I, we have struck a nerve with sourdough starters. Wow! The texts are coming in. I get, I, dude. I thought it was an odd thing. I did not know this even existed in about until about a month ago when my wife started making this bread. So I said, back to the sourdough. I saw on Instagram that my cousin named her sourdough starter. Creston Timberlake, and it has its own Instagram account. Stop it. That. What is happening? <laughs> it's a sourdough revolution, baby. Why, why does sourdough need to be... I don't understand any of that. Well, and I don't know how you felt about sourdough as a kid, but oh, as a I kid, I, love I hated it when I was a kid. But now as an adult, like, that's my that's my choice bread. Like, if I'll go to Jack in the Box, the sourdough Jack is like, that's like the, the, the king of all the sandwiches there. I the think burgers. you're absolutely right. <laughs> so I said, my wife stands up after going number, you know what, Ski? I've been married for 25 years. Wait, what? what? I said, my wife stands up after to wipe. Like stands, like straight legs? <laughs> no, like stands up. Like if you stood up off of a chair, yeah. like that's your toilet and like you're done doing it. Oh. Do you... Is... <laughs> All right, we're about to learn stuff about the members of the Daily Mail yeah, Show because just... I stand up too. I mean, that's why I'm trying to figure out what, like what's the right way. Well, I guess the the right or wipe way would be sitting down, according to this texter. I don't think sitting down. I don't, I stand up as well. I yeah. mean, I don't stand up like. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you don't like stand up like like you're like, like saluting to like an officer. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be an angle. A little bit of a, a slight angle without getting yeah. gross, like a slight squattage. I think the problem is, is that I have like such a weird view, like right now, that I can't even picture how I'm standing. <laughs> It's like, you know. No, I get it. Thank you. Yes, almost that's like. It's I'm, a stance. It's almost like I'm ready to like go head to head against a wide receiver in a game. It's, it is a stance. Yeah. It's a wipe stance. Why are we taking pictures of this? Everyone needs to see it. I think I described it well enough. We don't need to see it. Did. Yeah. What is the caption going to be? Just a limber knee, you know. What's Steve's safety position? <laughs> Steve as a cornerback. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you prefer toilet paper? <laughs> well, Steve giving his old double-ply stance. <laughs> the double-ply. I don't think that's all that strange. I feel like I smell an endorsement coming, Steve, that you're going to be on the front you of a pack of toilet paper. You're going to be on the front of a pack of toilet paper doing the stance. That would be Mecca. I've had a lot of cool things happen in my life. I've been very blessed. I ain't going to lie. Like, some pretty awesome things have happened throughout the last 20 or so years of being an adult. That would be the greatest thing that had ever happened to me. It's a, it's a whole new meaning to STP. Yes. <laughs> if there is a way to get my likeness on a toilet paper roll, I'm in. In the right. rock shop. Well, now it's out in the universe. Rockaholics, how would you like a shot at playing Beat Migs? Because that is the game coming up at 847-206-803-ROCK is the number to call. Yes. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 